0: Hello and welcome to this podcast today. I'm going to be talking about processes and habits and how you would consider planning your time in any given project. So let's get into it. Hi there, and thank you for joining me. Um, please do consider subscribing and liking this particular um, podcast. I'm currently sat down trying to drink some coffee. So one of my routines is to sit down and to make a coffee. And at Christmas, actually, I got myself a lovely flask. Um, this is probably not what you were thinking you were listening to uh, on a podcast. But even then, just that sound of um, me putting this coffee in a flask means it stores. So I essentially don't need to stretch my legs. And that depends on what your needs are. And for me, I feel like I need to sit down. I know I've got quite a bit of work on, so I know that I need to sit down and really just focus in on certain things. So in doing that, I think it's important that you sort of make sure that you've got all the reasons you need for sitting down and staying in one place. And that's the first sign of commitment, I suppose. And in terms of routine of projects, one of the first things that I do is I go towards something. So sort of say, us oh, what is the project, okay? And rather than thinking about the project, let's just shut that door and I always think okay I need to lock myself away um, and think about this as a boardroom so now that door's shut now that we're in this meeting room now that we're thinking of it as a boardroom meeting let's talk about that project and what is it that about that that links to um and syncs up with your vision and values. And if it doesn't, then you can't really do it. Uh, and if you're busy selling it, then that's okay, but selling it isn't really ideal. It's, it should just feel like it fits uh, and it should naturally coexist with your brand. The next thing to think about is to just lofty aspirations in terms of doing it and going, okay, let's skip over that and then say, how does that fit? Now, obviously, you're going to want to do something that's within your means, so that's okay. But then to think, what would it look like at the end? What's the ideal? Um, It's often an interesting sort of question. And I think that really at the level that you're at in a boardroom meeting, it, it requires you to have a look at what does it look like at the end. And How would people view that and then binge on the rest of your content or to go to your website or your socials? What is your ROI? What are you trying to do with that bit of content? Is it to build up to look at more free stuff? Or is it to buy from you? Is it to look at a link? Or even if it is to buy from you, maybe they won't. And it's that you need to educate them. So we need to take them through to another page that tells them more information or a story that's followed by a link. And it just builds up this extra layer. So it does give you more of an idea of I want to do this but actually it's not that one thing it's several things that you now need to do and hopefully then you'll be able to look at the task at hand and realize this is your end game and actually to get that you need these components now often what tends to happen is those components can be ordered in a certain way so for example your text and if you're doing an event you would have your text about stuff and that means you need to have booked the venue. You need to have booked the venue first, really, before you say, okay, what the date is. Um, And you need the date in that particular poster. And then you need to promote that and send it out. But you might say, okay, people find it easier to use a QR code or a link. Well, that means that you need to have a link on your site or know what your site is. And you need to have that item published before you can make a QR code. And having that, thought process means that you're able to then understand the order of events and that will then give you an idea of timelines so from the order of events (coughs) creating a qr code is something you probably know how to do so that's easy or if you don't then it requires half an hour of time of research and plus another half an hour of actually making it and exporting it and I say that because it doesn't take half an hour to export it. It does take, um, I'd say 10, 15 minutes. In real terms, yeah, we'd say two minutes, but it might take five. And when you then do that, what I tend to see as issues is that the styling of it is wrong, or the colors of it are wrong, and you can't manipulate it. So you might want to see if you can change your color. And then you've got to do these other things. Now that's just the QR code, but that exists exactly the same sort of in that ecosphere for lots of other things. So when you're doing any particular item, using that QR code as an example, there is a lot of time and padding around it. So Do consider how you plan your time and the fact that things are going to take a shorter amount of time that seem like you've killed it but at the same time is you want to keep that time frame there just move that padding space of time somewhere else and allocate that time that you've already been given but now that you've saved it allocate that to something else and give yourself that time and be aware of those time limits and i think what i tend to do is get lost in the project so that's why I have my coffee ready that's why I want to sit down and drink it and it's quite different in that sense Um, because if you know what you're doing then you know you can sit down at your table and you can drink all of the water teas and coffees and get your job done because that's what you want to do and at that point you'll turn around and say okay now I need to actually take stock of what's going on and I have a habit of not necessarily following the projects but getting to date and time period and then understanding that from that date I then evaluate and then I say what could I be doing next so I think that's pretty much how I see that working I guess so that's in essence how I see a lot of the process of what I go through when I work through things and I think it's good for us to be a little bit harder on ourselves at the end to say, okay, we've got that final piece. And if you've pushed it out for the first time, then that's fine. That's great because that's your masterpiece. That's your template. But to understand that if, you, if you're doing this three or four times uh, and then you go back to that project, try to see if it's standardised or not. Because if it's not, then Why? What is it that's uh, different each time? Because each time you change it, the brand changes. So I think it's smart to try to be consistent. And when you're project planning, this is really important to keep that end game in mind, but also that template sits in that vision you've got at the end because it dictates, look, this is what you're doing, this is how you look, and it's important for you to know what that template looks like, because you can adhere to that through the process. And just to really stress what a template looks like, um, for any project, it's everything in detail, right down to the size of the logo, um, the text that's there, if you have a strap line or not. And if you do that one time and you don't the next time, then that's a problem, having that consistency. Having the color red or pink or blue or whatever it is, and having that color with that hex or with that CMYK. And hexes, uh, web colors, or CMYK or RGB colors, they all have slightly different properties. So, knowing the intention of where it's going is really important. And I think just having time as well at the end to get the job done sooner so that you've got time to. Give it a break for a couple of days, come back to it to proof it, um, or have people there to prove that. Um, so if you're working by yourself, you need to add a lot more time, and it's going to take a lot longer because you need to give yourself downtime so that when you come back to it, you can prove it with fresh eyes. Uh, and I think that can be a challenge. If you have a team, then things could happen a lot faster, but those people tend to also burn out quite quickly, so it's worth considering when an individual sees it if they might burn out and i think it's worth identifying with that so that you can have a second or third copy proof reader there available um, to see something and what i tend to find is some proofers are good at layout some are good at brand and some are good at copy and um, so just be mindful of having a few different trains of thoughts or individuals with those thoughts and to look at those different aspects. And that's everything uh, in terms of what to look for for the process. And that was quite a quick flyover on sort of what there is there. So if you've got any questions, um, please do feel free to let me know in the comments or find me over at youtube or twitter at tntos digital until next time please follow on for the next podcast take care and see you soon